as, as men. And so I want to really invite you men uh, to consider that and to step in. And even if you can only make a few weeks, it would be well worth your time, men, uh, to get connected in community and to hear more about that. Um, before we jump into the message this morning, every week we try to kind of just give you a few things of information like I just did. But also one specific thing, I'm going to invite a couple of my friends up. Uh, one of our residents uh, right now is, is J.T. Civils and his wife, Delaney. They're going to come up here with me. Uh, a couple years ago, I had the opportunity to, uh, to go to Indonesia for the second time. And two, these two actually went with us and participated in a trip, uh, on a trip in Indonesia. And so I just asked them to come real, real quick and share a couple things because we're going to be taking another trip this summer. So JT, tell us really quickly about your experience in Indonesia. Maybe Delaney, you can chime in on that as well. Uh, what did God do? How, how did God work in that? Yeah, I'm going to let Delaney take over those first couple of what happened. <laughs> okay, my experience um, was a little different than JT's because I wasn't like, I didn't feel like a specific call at first. I was like, you go, I have peace about you going. Um, we got some counsel from some friends and they were like, why not just go like y'all are newlyweds just go together um so I kind of rethought it and prayed about it and I was like drawn to the great commission and I felt like God was like hey this is a way for you to participate and I was like all right I'm gonna go um so I went and um experienced um worship with the yeah one of my favorite experiences was um, we got to the first area, Surabaya, and we were on a college campus, and we got to have a worship service. And there were, like, all these Indonesians singing How Great Is Our God in Indonesian, and we were singing in English. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, God is so, like, much bigger than I have, like, put him in this little bubble in South Austin for me. Um, so that was awesome. Um, what else? Yeah. Um, kind of some other takeaways uh, that we really talked about and. um I just feel like God put on our hearts as we came back was um, in Indonesia. I don't know if any of you have ever seen pictures or anything, but it's one of those places that there is shrines on every corner and there's little offerings and uh, in front of every business and in the taxi cabs and everything like that. There's shrines and, and this evidence of these gods that they worship there um, on all, every street corner. And like for us, the first, I feel like the initial impact is like, oh, well, that's so different than America. Like we don't experience that at all. This is so weird. And it is because it looks a little different, but um, I felt like God really um, just taught us through that experience that it's actually not that different here in America. Our gods and the things that we worship and the things that we sacrifice our time and our money towards, they just look a lot different. They look like cars and houses and bank accounts and, um, you know, just security and jobs and relationships and stuff like that. And so um, either way, there's a, there's a worship issue. And uh, I think for us, it was really awesome coming back from Indonesia and God just really working on our hearts and saying, like, hey, are you worshiping me? Or are you worshiping me and all these other things that you think bring you security? Uh, and so that was really big for us. Um, and then I, I think coming back, it was really cool just the way that God changed us, um, even just in a couple of weeks in Indonesia. Um, coming back and getting to share that, we got to share that um, really quickly after the trip. We got to share with um, six or seven or, uh, of our different friends and families and stuff like that. And just to see the impact that it overflowed and had on their lives um, they shared, you know, even after our conversations, they, you know, called us up the next day and were like, hey, like what you said and what God did in Indonesia, like really impacted me. And, and I just, you know, I'm just work, praying, like working that out with God, praying that he would um, just kind of work through that in my own life and stuff. And so it was really awesome. One story uh, we would love to share with you guys is um, Delaney's uh, twin brother, uh, Parker, he plays the drums up here sometimes on Sunday. Um, but it was really awesome just getting to see what God did in his life, uh, 
he was kind of just in a period of uh, just walking away from God, not really um, sure what he believed in. And God used in the experience that we got to have in Indonesia, we got to go um, be filled up by the Holy Spirit and just learn a lot and um, learn how to share the gospel. And we came back and we slept for like six or seven hours when we got home and then woke up and just like for six or seven hours, we just like shared with her um, brother, my brother-in-law's, her um, siblings. Um, and just to see uh, specifically Parker um, hear the gospel for the first time in a way that he could really just catch um, because the way that they teach you to share the gospel over there is just so simple. We're, I mean, you're sharing it through a language barrier and to people that have literally never heard the name of Jesus, some of them. Um, and so just getting to share that with Parker here home, like, and then to see his life change. And so over this past year, he has changed radically um, because of that event. Um, and so the ripple effect of that is now Parker's praying about going and um, spending the summer there as a, as a missionary intern. And so just, the, just to see what God did um, through that coming back, it's been really cool. Um, and I think just one, one thing that I like, want to encourage you guys is, um, you know, I want to invite you all to the trip. Uh, anybody can go. There's really no uh, restrictions. And I know that some of you are on board, and you're like, yes. I mean, you know, you, you may feel like I felt um, whenever Nick brought up this trip, and, and just you're, you're all in, ready to go. Great. I would love for you to come talk, uh, talk to me after the service. I'll come up to the front or something where you can find me. Um, but I'd love for you to go with us. For those of you that maybe didn't, don't feel that right now and you're like, yeah, that's absolutely not what I feel. Um, you may feel a little bit more like Delaney where it was like, ah, somebody else can go. I'm good. Um, and that's okay. Like I want to encourage you. It's it's not wrong that you feel that way. Um, but I just want you to press into that. And I want to encourage everybody in this room just to pray about it and really seek God and just say, God, is this what you have for me? Or is this not? Because the, the enemy right now, he wants to scare you to death. He wants to, um, something Delaney didn't share, but she experienced a lot of spiritual attack. Um, whenever she decided, Hey, I think I'm going to go on this, like loved ones and family and um, people that she trusted, um, shared with her things that scared her and, you know, just kind of spoke into, spoke some fear into her, uh, and so like that's what the enemy wants to do. But we got to see God just come through and just wrap His arms around her, um, really give her the strength that she needs to go. And uh, and because of that, I mean, her life, her you know twin brother's life, so many people have been affected um, by that. Um, and so don't let the enemy kind of get in the way. Uh, just a couple barriers that you might be feeling. Um, some of you might be in school and you might uh, be feeling like, well, I just can't get away for two weeks like that. Or you may have a job and you may say, you know, I, there's no way that they'll let me off for two weeks. Um, Delaney was in school. I was uh, owning my own business and running my own business. We thought there was no way that we were going to be able to go. Like that just seemed like way too long of time uh, to commit to. And God just came through and um, Delaney's professors, she, they were like, all super cool. She got to take all our uh, tests before she went. And even one professor was like, hey, tell me about your trip when you get back. I would love to hear about it. It's like, what an awesome door that opened um, by her saying, hey, I'm going to go spend two weeks uh, in another country sharing, you know, about Jesus. And so, um, and same for me, just God comes through and he can, he can open up those doors and he can do more than you uh, really believe. Same with the finances. We were <laughs> one year married, had no money, um, still don't have any money. And <laughs> Uh, not sure how we're going to go, but we've just seen God provide. I mean, he totally and completely comes through and provides. Uh, and so I just want to encourage each of you, step out there in faith, really press into God, um, pray about it. Um, like, like Delaney shared, you know, we're all called to the Great Commission. Um, and the last thing I want to leave you with is, you know, it may not be the timing for you. It may not be uh, that you need to go across the seas. There may be barriers to that. Um, and, and again, some of those, that's okay. Like, that's totally understandable. 
But I just want to encourage you, that great commission is not to go overseas and share the gospel. That great commission is to share the gospel with everyone. Everyone, your neighbor. Um, it, it's Jesus, whenever he's telling the, his disciples, he starts with his home. He starts with the closest place to him. Share the gospel there, and then work your way out as people hear about Jesus. And so, yeah, this is an awesome opportunity to get to sh- go share with people. Um, some of y'all don't know, Indonesia has the high, one of the highest populations um, of unreached people groups in the, in the whole world. And so what that means is they, there's so few people there that know about Jesus that they can't actually witness or share the gospel with their entire um, you know, culture or, or um, people group. And so that's why we're doing this trip, is to saturate that area with the gospel. People have never heard about the name of Jesus there. Um, but also, peop- your neighbor maybe hasn't heard the name of Jesus, or maybe has heard about Jesus, but hasn't heard it from somebody that they can trust, like you, um, like somebody that they have a relationship, your coworker, your family members. Um, so I would encourage you, if, this, if Indonesia is just like, nope, not happening, okay, that's fine. But I want to encourage you, don't, don't shy away from the Great Commission. Don't shy away from what God's uh, calling you to. Uh, we need to be telling people about Jesus, and um, that's what this is an opportunity to do. It was really great for us, um, and I just want to invite you to come with us. If you have any questions or um, are ready to go and want to um, you know, participate in that, come talk to me, uh, and I'd love to give you more information. So Awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, I actually want to stop and pray uh, specifically for Indonesia right now, if you guys would join me in doing that. Um, this map, as JT was referring to, but this is from the Joshua Project, and every one of the red dots over here, I realize it's probably hard to see, but the red dots represent an unreached people group, and in Indonesia right now, that's about 224 unreached people groups. An unreached people group is defined as less than 1% Christian, um, meaning that they don't have enough Christians there to actually evangelize the population, uh, but also... Um, you'll notice that that represents 165.6 million people. Um, that's, that's insane when you really stop and think about it, that there's that many people who don't know who Jesus is. So why do we do trips like this? Uh, not so we can feel better about ourselves. Uh, not so we can say, hey, we're awesome, we went to Indonesia, or even go hang out in Bali. But we go because we, we know that there are people who've never had the opportunity to respond to the gospel. And so I want to pray for that, that country and for the many people there today who have no clue who Jesus is. Father, I just stop right now in this moment and with this family of believers here in Austin, Texas, a place where we're saturated, where there's a church all uh, really about every quarter of a mile. There's, there's people everywhere who are Christians in our country uh, who are sharing the gospel, sharing the good news of Jesus. And yeah, there's some confusion and maybe there's even some people who've rejected because they've been hurt by the church. But God, people have access to the gospel here. There in those places like in Indonesia, these 224 unreached people groups, they don't even have access right now. Uh, many of them are unengaged people groups. No one's even going to them. And so I just pray, God, that you would put it on our hearts to take the good news of Jesus to the nations, that we would participate in your work. God, we pray that you would help us to financially contribute to that. I pray that you would help us to be prayerful for those who are going. And God, that we would be very open-handed to go, even if it's something that feels very unsettling, uncomfortable, maybe even scary, that God, we would just be open to you and say, are you wanting us to go? And I pray that you would help us to participate in your global mission. We love you, Jesus, and we know that you love the people of Indonesia. And uh, God, if there's any ways that you want us to participate again, we just want to say yes to that. Um, And we pray this in your strong name. Amen.